You are listening to the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast hosted by Independence Institute. On this podcast, you'll hear from the experts at Independence Institute talk about the issues important to Colorado and how to bring some sanity to this increasingly leftist state. The Rail Undead Makes a Return by me, John Caldera, published December 17th, 2023. The first mention of vampires in English literature appeared in 1801 in an epic poem, Tabitha the Destroyer, written by Robert Southey. The earliest known plan for a railroad in the USA was drawn up in Pennsylvania, also in the early 1800s. Coincidence, trains and vampires started about the same time? Since then, the two phenomena have merged into one cult. No matter how many times we think we've killed the lunacy of rail in Colorado, the central planning undead still push their 1800s technology on understandably frustrated commuters as they suck the blood out of naive taxpayers. The undead just created a governmental district, the Front Range Passenger Rail District, with a pipe dream of a choo-choo train from Pueblo to Fort Collins. The feds just awarded them a tiny $500,000 grant, but that's enough to get them a little pregnant. Another foolish rail project is being birthed in Colorado. I've seen this too many times to count. The seed money will be used to beg, borrow, and steal more seed money from our state, counties, and cities. The district will soon grow big enough to ask for a tax increase for yet another fiasco. So just how stupid are we? In the early 1970s, the Regional Transportation District, RTD, got voter approval for a half penny on a dollar sales tax. The promise was by 1980, they'd fully build 128 miles of fixed guideway rail. And then the tax would be cut in half, used only for operations. You might have noticed, not only wasn't that promise kept, it wasn't even started. Amazingly, the tax stayed. In the grand tradition of why charge once when you can get taxpayers to pay twice, RTD conned voters again in 2004 to raise the sales tax to a full penny a dollar for their $4 billion fast-track scheme. Funny thing, though, the fast-track's price tag nearly doubled to well over $7.5 billion, while the whole system was promised to be completed by 2017, just like their early 1970s broken promise, the longest rail line from Denver to Longmont hasn't even been started. Maybe it never will. While love is not a zero-sum game, governmental budgets are. Dollars spent on trolley cars squeeze out dollars spent on improving roads. And thus our roads suck and traffic is horrendous. We have taken our taxing capacity meant to construct modern and smart roadways used by all of us to build choo-choo trains used by relatively few. U.S. Census data shows that only 4% of Denver metro commuters use transit, including rail and buses. I challenge you to stare at the tracks when there's no train going by, for that's the best way to understand the wasted capacity. While you're stuck in your car in an I-25 traffic jam, just feet away is right-of-way being used for tracks going unutilized. It's like being stuck next to a completely empty car lane, but you are forbidden to drive on it. 
Governments and central planners love rail because it guarantees a monopoly. Competitors like private bus companies, carpoolers, Ubers, and your own car can't ride on their tracks. By contrast, bus high-occupancy vehicle lanes give a high-speed advantage not only to government transit, but anyone who wants to get out of the traffic jam. The US-36 from Boulder to Denver route is arguably the best transit run in the country. RTD buses use the bus toll lane to rocket around traffic. But there'd still be a ton of unused capacity on those lanes if only RTD buses use them. So all that excess is open for anyone who wants to get out of the traffic jam. You can't do that with tracks. And in a world of smart transportation and driverless cars, why in the world would we build a system that accommodates only a single government conveyance, 1880s style? The Front Range Passenger Rail District believes their desire named streetcar will cost between $6 and $12 billion. That means closer to $24 billion in real life. Just look at California's rail monstrosity for confirmation. At the same time, CDOT says it needs only $9 billion for its road needs in Colorado. You know, the roads that 100% of us use, but they can't find the cash. Time to kill the transit undead so the living can have transportation that works. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give it a like and consider sharing it with a friend. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can catch our newest episodes. For more content from Independence Institute, go to thinkfreedom.org. Thanks for listening.